When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I think I think we should go in with three principles of using technology. I think we should go in with two superintendents. <laughs> well, you know what? I think we should go in with one teacher because that's who has the real power. Uh All right, welcome to the crunch. It is Ethan, and I'm Patrick. <sighs> you don't know. What I feel do? bad. Well, There's like all of that good stuff just yeah. never makes it. And I don't know if it's good to have it. Like, definitely, maybe like the the large family bit should not get into the <laughs> get into the podcast. But there's some other stuff that I feel like is pretty good that we could have in the show. And yeah, everyone I would mean, like you guys are boring now because I don't know. I think, yeah, I think you just kind of, you have to do some more work on the editing zone and, yeah, and just pop it all up, put in the best bits at the beginning, and then, and then we can start it kind of how, uh, every other show does it, you know? I mean, we do have a pretty good cold open thing going where, like, we just start. Yeah. I like it, but, and it's gotten longer over the years because we just get funnier. I mean, we're just hilarious. (laughs) There's no, there's no glass ceiling for us white men. We just keep going up. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, there was some. There's a really good. No, I think it's important. I think it's important for us it, to have like a free space. Now, we've given ourselves now with the magic of editing. Since we've given, you, I've given you in the future this opening to like give up a, a hard cut and do like a and put it in. And then we can come back to the future and then resume the podcast as normal. So I think it's like, it's a way to just kind of say, hey, we had some funny stuff before. And then you just put it in. <laughs> it's kind of like that one time. No, but when one time yeah, I like put a, it. <laughs> but for all of our unaired bits. Do you remember, do you remember that one episode where I put in an effect of like a, like a flashback effect? I like put in a little like piano flashback thing and then we cut it off and we were like, no, we can't go. We can't flashback. I got some flack for that. Someone was like, Patrick, you're putting in too many audio goofs. And I'm like, oh, listen, audio goofs are the best. Yeah. Do they take not that, Teresa. The air horns of 2016. <laughs> it's it's almost Lent air horns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah. No, you know, you know, I this week was the first week that I called you first and we were both on the call at exactly four o'clock p.m. Mm-hmm. when we it's were supposed to record. But you see, what I did was I god's time zone which is central time anyway continue <laughs> god's time zone is eastern time um <laughs> okay let's do some number let's do some number crunching and see how many active catholics are on the east coast versus the midwest number what to me number what number what number what number crunching um number sorry that's right um I was expecting you to not be on the call right away. So I was like kicked back. I had a bag of Cheez-Its and I was ready Uh to watch some Blue Bloods before Uh the podcast started. But you ruined that by being on time. So now my groove has been thrown off. It's a new thing that I've been working on. 
being on time. <laughs> throwing off your groove. It's this uh, oh, throwing off my groove. You threw off my groove. Yeah. No, it's like, well, here's the thing, right? Is today is very, very stressful, right? So you got stuff mm-hmm. with the team and prayer and everything all morning until like noon. And then from noon to three is get everything done that you need to get done, which includes prepare Bible study, clean the house, go to the store, uh, uh, see, see my disciple before we leave for break, like all this stuff. Because then I've got the podcast and then my dad comes and then mass and then there's the Thanksgiving dinner and then there's the talent show and then there's Bible study and then, oops, it's 930 at night, bedtime. So it's like I've got no, I had to be on time because. Yeah, you have it, no other option. I have no other option. That's the life of mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, missionaries, you do, you, you're a focused missionary. You get to climb mountains and read theology of the body all the time and look super <laughs> handsome. Like, no, most of the time I'm disheveled and running from thing to thing with, with no concept of any, of anything. Every focused missionary out. I've ever met just has mm-hmm. the most chip Skylark smile. <laughs> My shiny teeth and me. <laughs> shiny teeth, shiny teeth. That. That is, I mean, I hate to say it, but you're right. And I am, I am that handsome. <laughs> Come check us out at Seek 2019. <laughs> to see if Ethan was lying about him being handsome. <laughs> also, check me in the confession line at Seek 2019. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, we were just talking before about how stressful it is to be like recording live at Seek because we have to make sure that like the previous four to eight episodes before we go live at seek have to be bangers they have to be so good they just have to be just i'm very stressed about that i mean i think our last couple of episodes have been pretty good but yeah no whenever whenever someone here's here's the weirdest thing and if you've if you've done this and you know who you are i think you're Uh weird although i totally get it when people first hear about our show they start at the very beginning there's a student here that did that and he cranked through all of them my, like, one of my really good friends cranked through him in two months. Yeah, it's great. Why would you do that? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, mean, I get it. Once you listen to the newer episodes, you cannot go back because they're just so low quality in terms of in terms of production and content. I just want to delete them. Our voices and our speaking cadences are just wrong. I know we say um <laughs> way more than we do now. Yeah, I don't know how we managed to just be bad at talking. <laughs> we both we both have such a great background in just talking about Jesus and, our, and ourselves just, just talking and ourselves just in general. Oh yeah. man. But yeah. So, so these next couple of episodes have to be great. Um, we also have to like do some major social prep work. Oh, yeah. Social I media gotta, prep work for seek. You mean, you said social, I was thinking like social awareness prep work. Like I'm going to have to interact with other people. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to figure out how to talk Ooh, to uh, people before yeah. seek 2019. No, we're we're gonna have to like we have to we have to promo. We're contract. I don't know if you, I I told you this, but I signed a contract. Did you sign a contract? <laughs> oh man, this is one of them like Mike situations where my my guardian, Mister Biddleman, signs an NBA contract <laughs> form and begins to bet with all of the money that he makes and goes missing because he can't cover the bet. Is that what's gonna happen, Patrick? Yeah, exactly. This is exactly like the plot of Like Mike, the 1990s <laughs> hit starring the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. I think. No, the little Bow Wow. Frankie Muniz is not in. Uh, he Mal- totally. In, what like, am I thinking of? You're thinking of Big Fat Liar. I am thinking of Big Fat Liar. You're right. Or, or Agent Cody Banks. Or Agent Cody Banks 2 Destination London. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Sorry, I did a deep dive on Francisco Munez last week, so I'm kind of <laughs> up to date on the boy. Did you know he used he did he raced cars for a couple of years? I did know that. Yeah. He was on the Formula One racing team or something. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and then he like dropped off the face of the earth and then came back and was like, "Hey guys, guess why?" Anyway, was it? Oh, I don't I don't know why. I it was like why. it was like some kind of health thing. Uh oh yeah, that's right. He had like yeah. a real nasty illness. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so thing is is that you signed a contract on behalf of me. yeah 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 i signed a contract on behalf of the crunch that says we are now first of all contractually obligated to go to seek that's one thing i lack i lack the faculties to responsibly sign a contract so patrick <laughs> has to ethan is has unofficially given me the power of attorney in matters regarding the crunch catholic podcast llc <laughs> you have access to the patreon the money the the uploading and the editing i do it. nothing i just show up and i'm like do it please I you are now it. me circa 2016 <laughs> yeah we've done a full role reversal we've done a full role reversal yeah no it's uh so we we have to we have to do two social media posts on twitter and facebook and instagram promoing the event and then we have to do two from the event and two post the event on each of those oh. platforms yeah okay. so that's easy we can start doing that in december we don't have to do that now that's true, and but we also have to mention Seek 2019 and hashtag Seek Partner on the podcast twice. So consider this one of our two. The first time, Angelo Wasco, if you're listening, and I we're holding know up you our are. <laughs> Be sure that you hold up yours. <laughs> what? Is, what's her end? Letting us come? Yeah, that's that's actually it. It's like it's like in yeah, in um the the Seek uh we get like compensation. Our, in exchange mm-hmm. for doing all of this, we get the privilege of recording at Seek, which, which yeah, is pretty I mean, cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty good. awesome. <laughs> I mean, there were 14,000 yeah. people there last year. There's got to be more this year. Probably be about 16,000, 17,000 this year. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, I guarantee it. So, like, there's no shortage of people. And so this is, I mean, this is this is a great opportunity because everybody that goes to Seek is a Catholic young adult. And hey, guess what our podcast is for? Them. Catholic Young. Catholic Young. Patrick, I'm starting to sweat a little bit. I'm getting like a little nervy nerve. Yeah, so like, this is this little... is like <laughs> Seek 2019 like, podcasting is going to be like the gladiators. Like all of the words, <laughs> and it's like, oh, like thousands of people and also a really big deal. And I'm just like. Because because one of two things could happen. One, everybody. These are the only two possibilities. One, the only everybody listen up. The only every, two things. One, go. One, everybody loves us. And like. <laughs> two, everybody hates us. And like even our mom stop listening. We have yeah. to like, we have to, I have to drop out of school one, one week before it's over. I like, I have to, I have to play. I have to, I have to. Say, listen to the crunch new episodes every Sunday as I shiver outside of a building, like begging for podcast listens. Holding a branded cereal bowl. (laughs) Holding one of 10,000 cereal bowls that I bought. (laughs) Uh, You've taped a bunch of our business cards to your skin to keep the the (laughs) wind warm. Keep warm. (laughs) (laughs) You can only see by the light of your microphone. Uh, it's a cold it's a cold reality the cold existence to be a podcaster because <laughs> here's the thing is that the last time the last time that we did a live podcast was at steubenville the only time we've done a live podcast the only time 
and then I had like a week to schmooze the entire population of Steubenville to get them to like me so that they would come and enjoy <laughs> it. worked. And it worked, but I seek I do not have the luxury to schmooze 17,000 people. <laughs> so, this is a make or break 45 minutes for us. At least like, at least we get the luxury of them advertising the fact that we're going to record, right? They're going to do that, right? <laughs> Maybe I haven't seen I haven't seen that neither hide nor tail. There's nothing in the contract about it, so they don't have to if they don't want to. <laughs> they just they just say they just give us the opportunity to record at sake. They don't actually give us like a place to do it, you know? It's just you, me, Luke Gomer, and Matt Frad just fighting over tables in the hallway. <laughs> they give us they give us one pool cue and they say we're gonna have tryouts and <laughs> <laughs> we have to win they pull I back a curtain and there's an actual pool table but you and me are already sharpening our cues and they're like no god it's like, <laughs> it's, oh, I'm like oh sorry no, sorry no. just force a habit i'm just used what? to if and we then, think about it if there was a fight between you me luke gomer and matt fred matt fred would destroy all he's from the bush he knows how to fight he's from, dingoes he's from the bush he's also very well humanly formed which means he lifts <laughs> he's so, strong strong australian boy and i don't think that we have a chance He's got, he's got like, he, he's, he's cornering the market on tight shirts on Catholic speakers. Move over, Chris Stefanik. Oh, there's a new sheriff in town. (laughs) (laughs) The, the recording, the recording, the podcast is like gladiatorial combat where like the all 17,000 people give us like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And it, no, it's like all the people are like cheering, and then there's just one. It's Curtis Martin sitting on a golden chair. <laughs> no, the Iron Throne from Game of Thrones. The Iron <laughs> Throne, and he, and he and he kind of holds his thumb sideways, and then it wiggles a little bit. And you think it's gonna go up, but then it goes down, and everybody goes. And we get That's what's gonna happen. That's the reality of this. He's like wearing a long robe. <laughs> he's got a giant <laughs> ring that he's like using to ponder. You know, he's the leaves over. Um, <laughs> oh wow he pulls a lever and we just fall from <laughs> Tetri brings him a button that he just pushes <laughs> a hatch opens up and we fall comically down 30 stories <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh, oh man I'm in a great mood now. It was really, it really brightened up my day, Patrick. Thank you. All right. I need to take a 30-minute laughing break, and then we'll come back to the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, <I> just <laughs> Oh, because Curtis Morton's my boss, and he, like, has say on whether or not I get eaten by lions. <laughs> it's just it's a thing. Mr. Martin, if you're listening, I love and respect your work for founding this organization that I'm a part of. Please have mercy on me. And <laughs> all oh. your benevolence. Sure, you're. Oh, yeah. Cool. Anyway, so what, what are we talking about? Today? So you and I are in a little bit of not a predicament, but you and I are in a situation. I'd say we're in a pickle. We're in a pickle. We're not in a pickle, but we we have to uh, we have to less than a talk and more than an issue. It's a pickle. We Ethan and I are currently running between first and second base, trying to. <laughs> Can you clarify which first and second base? Because <laughs> I don't want anybody to be an implication. Uh, pickle is a thing in baseball. Ah, yeah. When you run, when when the when the first and second basemen are throwing the ball back and forth, trying to tag you is out. That's a technical term. It is a technical term. 
Oh, I had no idea. I don't know that I that's it, where it comes from. I thought it was just a visual gag of us running back and forth, being chased by Curtis Martin on one side and <laughs> Ted Tree on the other. <laughs> You're drawing right. We're being uh, chased. All right. So um, <clears throat> we have to give a talk together mm-hmm. on technology on, and evangelization. Now, on Ethan so and I, what? This is posted Sunday. This is the day before. So this has already happened. If you're listening on, on Sunday, the 18th. Yes. If you're listening on Sunday, the 25th, this happened a week ago. <laughs> you're time traveling. If you're listening, we might, we might not post this episode this week. So if you're listening in the future, this happened eons ago. We're fossils at this point. So we have never given a presentation together. We have definitely talked and prepared talks separately. Mm-hmm. And like, we totally could do this on our own, like separately, but we have to do it together. So we need to like bounce uh, ideas back and forth so we yep. can give this talk. So, hey, if so, you're from KCYC, welcome. Ooh, welcome. Hey, if you heard about us, if you're a high school student from the Kansas City, Missouri Diocese, thank you for coming. Um, you're about to hear how we planned the talk that you heard yesterday or a week ago or eons ago, depending <laughs> on. <laughs> This is the most meta episode of The Crunch. Welcome. It's, just, it's so deep on every level. It's so deep. I hope, we just have, I hope you really put in all of the goofs that we did at the beginning because it's just, that'd be like a solid 20 minutes of goof. I might, I uh, might do it because I don't, I don't want to leave out the, because I, I want to, I still want to talk about creating three principles of using technology for evangelization and I want to <laughs> keep in the principal superintendent get goof from the beginning. Anyway. Thank you. Anyway. All right. All right. All right. So, okay. So what if. So you said the title of the talk. I forget what it was. Can you say it again? The title of the talk is it's how to use technology for evangelization. And that's oh, like yeah. a, a, we have no insight on that. This is No, <laughs> we have a lot of insight on that. Oh, you were being ironic. Okay. So I, was, I, was. I want I want to talk about our experience using technology for evangelization and all of our little like opinions mm. and uh-huh. on on what that means because we've talked about this. We've talked about a lot of stuff in the past about using technology for evangelization, how people get it wrong. Yeah. So I want to talk how I want to talk about how people can get it wrong and how people can get it right. And I want to do I want to do three principles and I have two negative ones and I want like a positive one, like how you can use it. Like um, two don't two don'ts and a do? Yeah, I have two don'ts and a do. Or we can do three don'ts and three do's. We can <laughs> or we oh can do God, we can do you, we can do two much. don'ts and one see do. Which is a type of chance. <laughs> we can do two, we can do <laughs> We could do two do's, but then I'd have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> do do is the joke. Yes, yeah. do do. Um, um, so my we here's what we can do. We can do three principles of technology for evangelization. Okay. The first one that I want to talk about is like how it's not well, safe. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And what do you mean? not in the sense that like, oh, you got to not talk to strangers online. That's dangerous because I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. I think something that I would I would want to tell a group of high schoolers what doxing is real. Doxing so, is real. I mean, That's true. You get your identity stolen by tweeting too much. <laughs> That's true. If you tweet like if you tweet like your mother's maiden name too much, you, like um, if you tweet out your social security number, <laughs> then you that's you bad evangelism. This is your first don't, kids. <laughs> Do not under Do any not. circumstance evangelize by giving away your identity to someone <laughs> your identity is in christ not yeah anyway nice one. um uh but thank you 
I want to talk about how evangelization or technology can suck us in. So using it primarily for evangelization can like it can it can end up hurting your relationship with Jesus because we we talked about this a lot about how like just sitting on your butt scrolling through Twitter on your Catholic Twitter account is evangelization. Scrolling through your Twitter all day on your personal account that's not evangelization. There's no there's no way that that's how True. evangelization works. There's it's not that black and white. I mean, it kind of it. I mean, in both situations, you're not really evangelizing. So it it's black and white in that sense. But because I don't just want to walk up on the stage and say, "Hey, you want to know how you can evangelize using technology?" You can't take that. But I do think that a good way to go about it. No, there's that's definitely not a good way to go about it. Oh, okay. You're saying that as like a okay. Sorry, continue. I don't. I don't. I don't want to do that. But that's how I. That's how I feel off the bat. Is like uh-huh. not that you can't, but it's like tech using technology for evangelization is not learning how to use technology for evangelization isn't as important as learning how to evangelize in the first place. Mm, okay. Do we do we think that these these students know how to evangelize in the first place? That's a good question because we haven't met them yet. We haven't met them yet. We also have no we have no idea where they're at. And I think the nice thing about this talk is going to be a little bit of back and forth. So we can literally just start with the question of like, do you guys know what the gospel is? Which is like a super basic focus missionary sort of thing to do. Yeah. But but also if they don't know like the fact that like Jesus came to restore their relationship with God and like that's what they're trying to like sh- share with people then if they don't have the kerygma then they have nothing and so if we're just saying like generally evangel like because to them it'll sound like evangelization online just means like repost it means like saint posting and uh talking about mass and which no, those are not bad things but it's not evangelization in the true sense of the word and so that's kind of the distinction we have to make is like all of these other things that are kind of like extra, like posting pictures of your favorite saints and quotes from spiritual reading and sharing your prayer and all of that stuff is like great to do online, but it all is for this, this greater message of the fact that Jesus has come to save us from our sin. And we are trying to respond to that and live it in in union with him in his church every single day and like this is how we're doing it you know so if we don't come from that foundational understanding then then saying evangelize online is going to end up doing what we did back in 2014 it's just going to be my rosary got tangled in my headphones (laughs) yeah which is which is not which is not really about the rosary it's really about how hip you are and how catholic you are i wish i had a catholic girlfriend to take to mass with me oh my gosh yeah, that's the, you get. You end up being just thirsty online, and yeah. in the name of evangelization. So like, I think I think there's I, I think that if you try to evangelize on social media, you're starting out with a handicap, right? Because yeah. evangelization is about communicating Jesus, but social media is about communicating yourself. So oh, everything you do, yeah. even if it's about Jesus, quote unquote, ends up being like, "Look at me, I'm so holy." Mm-hmm. Right. And and um, I think Life Teen ran a campaign a while back about using social media for evangelization. And that was one of their points was like it's not it's not about um, 
showing you going to mass or posting pictures in front of a cute Mary statue. It's about showing mm. you living life and having fun in a good and like pure way. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that because what, what even there, is that is that the best thing? No, but it's a stepping stone. And I think that I think that's um, I think that's what the main point that I want to make during the talk is mm-hmm. that technology at least I think I think what we're talking about when we say technology, I think we're talking about social media. Yeah. We're using social media for evangelization is not an end <laughs> in and room, of itself. Using a Roomba for evangelization. Using what? <laughs> a Roomba. <laughs> How can we use technology for evangelization? That, that's, just, that's a really good joke. You got to totally, put it in there. They totally want us. I will do it. They totally want us to talk about social media. But what if we just spent the whole time talking about like TiVo and Roombas <laughs> and uh, oh, you can and use like technology the- to evangelize by only ever DVRing EWTN's broadcast of the mass and showing it to your friends on a loop. With this, with this Xbox 360 Connect, I can actually move my hands along with the live stream of the mass. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> 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 you it's just you and me doing like an infomercial standing in front of these kids like it's a table like here ethan we have the xbox connect <laughs> but it's all technology from like when we were in high school so it's, it's nothing new it's nothing, it's nothing new at all like this is, this is the iphone 4 <laughs> look at how sleep this is the leapfrog <laughs> You break out your PlayStation Portable from 2002. You're like, kids, this is how you evangelize using the PlayStation Portable. You only let your friend play it if they promise to pray a Hail Mary with you before. <laughs> and then, only then can you use it. I think that I think that's great. <laughs> I think that I, I've seen that tactic used for free donuts at mass. You, really? you can't. They Someone just left a box of donuts in the fridge like free for one Hail Mary. And I was like, Ooh. that's good. That's good. You look at donuts in there. Everyone in the in the in the church just said a rosary. Yeah. Bada boom. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Fifty free donuts, but every ten of you, you have to recite a mystery. Try like figuring out what <laughs> you're just to be safe. Say all of them at once. <laughs> okay, so coming from this foundational st- standpoint, you had a thought. You were talking about technology just being social media. Back on track. We're we're back. We're here. We're back. We're here. So that's where we need to start from is what is evangelization? Making sure that it's about Jesus and not about you. And then li- showing people that you live this pure life. And my my question to you, and then our question to them is going to be, this is kind of weird because it's a lot of questions. What questions are you trying to get your followers to ask when you post something? So if I post a picture of me, in a tracksuit, I recently acquired a tracksuit. Um, if I post a picture of me in a tracksuit, what question am I trying to get people to ask? Am I trying to get them to ask, how'd you get that tracksuit? Man, doesn't Ethan look so good in that tracksuit? I do I want a tracksuit? You need to post like, those you are the, need to bring a picture of you in a tracksuit. I, I will bring a picture of me in the tracksuit. I did we did a photo shoot at my house. Um <laughs> so but then so using kind of that framework, when I post a picture of me of of the Bible or of a book that I'm reading, or like you said, just a pure having fun with your friends, you know, going to the park, uh, you know, and like thanking God for those friends. Like, what are the questions you're trying to get people to ask? You're trying to get them asked, like, why, why do I look, why do they look so joyful? What is it about those friendships that make them thank God so much and so often? 
Um, yeah. How can I be that joyful? Like, how can I live that in the same way as that person is living? And I think that's starting to like get people to understand that what they post actually means something, which is really hard because in a world where you're just like searching through a hundred things at once and you're on 14 different apps talking with 20 different people, like, do they really believe that what they post means something? Mm-hmm. It's possible to ask those questions. What do you think? I think it's not really like a question that you're trying to get people to ask. I think you just, every, every time you communicate a message, you're trying to get someone to draw a conclusion, right? The only reason why it's, that's why it's called social. Well, in order media. to draw, right? In order to draw conclusions, I guess you have to ask a question. That's true. Yes, that's, that's um, what I'm getting at. Is like they're try, they're getting answers to these questions, whether or not they know that they're asking them. It's a whole. There's there's levels to this. There's level. There's layers. It's like an ogre. I have I have, I have a degree. Um, <laughs> not in communication. Not in communication. So, I have I'll, I have a degree I'll in communications. De- I'll defer to you on this. Continue. <laughs> I have a degree. I have a degree in theology and communication, which means I should be really good at evangelization, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. The the um. Oh my gosh! The point I was trying to make was that you're trying to get people to draw conclusions. You're trying to communicate a message every time you post something, whether that post really is. Patrick Nevy is feeling hungry. It's like, yeah, you might just be communicating a message, right? But there's, there's like, do you know what a harmonic is, Ethan? I know what a harmonica is. Yes, harmonic, not a harmonica. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good goof. We should put that in the talk. Um, <laughs> I nearly thought you said harmonica. <laughs> That's probably um, because of the fact yeah, that we're communicating I, I over also, a medium. Then you misunderstood my message. Whoa. I also know what a harmonic is. Okay, so a harmonic, yeah, it's it's like when you play a note and then there's like other notes that are on top and below that note that aren't the main note, but they're still there. They're the underlying theme, essentially. It's like, so you're you're communicating a message, Patrick Nevy is feeling hungry. And that's the main message, but there are kind of harmonics to that message, right? There, there's There's another message that people are perceiving, right? It's, that message could just be, Patrick is really bored right now and he wants to tell people that he's feeling hungry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or it could be Patrick's lonely and wants some reactions. He wants people to talk to him. So talk to him. Right. Um, now, yeah. on like another level, there's a picture of a friend who's partying. Right. Yeah. The message they're trying to convey is I am a really interesting person. That's pretty much the message that everyone on social media is trying to communicate. I am a very interesting and funny person. Um, please, notice me. please notice me, please <laughs> into the void. Just shouting and just shouting, notice me into the void. Um, that's usually the message that people are trying to convey. So I think start by um, not trying to communicate that message because <laughs> it, it it's kind of a breath of fresh air. What? But how? Making it about other people. I think that's a really good way to start. Is okay. like if you're posting about yourself a lot versus posting about the people you're with or about like other things and like complimenting other people and it's so it sucks because i know like especially on instagram this is what i've heard i've never i haven't really experienced this i don't really go on instagram but there's kind of this uh idea that if someone posts and then all of these girls like comment like a girl posts a selfie and all of these girls comment underneath about how beautiful they look even though even though half of them hate her right I love this so much, my favorite human. (laughs) Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. 
Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's what oh they do. That's it's I'm, it's true. Girls, it's just what happens. It's true. I don't I don't know what it necessarily is about those posts that make people. Well, I mean, like I I I don't I don't usually post selfies. One time I posted a selfie. My first selfie I ever posted on Instagram was because I was like, man, my bedhead is ridiculous today. <laughs> I got to show this to people. <laughs> <laughs> the people really want to see this. the people really need they to are, see this they are lining up around that corner to see this bedhead today. i have a lot of bedhead and so i posted it um and no likes and no comments right yeah of course, course. but um yeah i don't know i don't know Try, trying to uh yeah it's true how how do you communicate the message that well so right now i'm i'm scrolling through somebody so i think there's one person when you think of uh somebody with a really like a uh, a social media presence that does not point to themselves at all and only points to god um do you know who i'm thinking of no we're gonna say the name on three ready one two three mark Woke space Jedi. oh <laughs> i actually was uh, thinking I, mark Hart. that's funny yeah so i think mark hart for for being advanced in years does a really really good job at utilizing the medium in a way that is actually reflective of the message so all of his tweets are are just he just posts little tiny like this one right here it says no god doesn't need you but the good news is that he wants you and he like puts in a, a, a verse from mark um, the most challenging days often bring, bring the greatest graces don't run from challenges or discomfort rather run run to the one who conquered them all like these tiny little things that like seem super cheesy, but like they're just little nuggets in your feed that just kind of recenter you a little bit. And you're like, oh yeah, like I don't really care about that, that Mrs. Obama, it's been an honor meme. Like, even though it's very funny and it's the penguin from the penguins of Madagascar, like, it's hilarious. <laughs> That's really not the most important thing. And that you never see Mark like talking about himself. The only uh, like the only person that he talks about is his wife and just how much he loves his wife or his yeah. kids and how much he loves. And that is a is a witness. Like, are we who are we witnessing to? Is really the ultimate question. Like, are we witnessing to ourselves and how great and funny and smart we are, or are we witnessing to uh, someone who is infinitely uh, greater and worthy of attention than ourselves, who is God, right? And that 
that takes a lot of restraint and self-control and detachment from it. And he does uh, help. It does help that he's extremely funny. Oh, it's true. His, when banner he's like, pic- his banner picture is a quote that says, when people annoy me, I try to remember that Jesus called me to be a light. And so I pretend I'm the Pixar light and I'm jumping on their heads. <laughs> That's just silly. Yeah, just, just a big goof. Yeah, but yeah. Goofy. And, but it's, it's not like self-seeking. And so I, hmm. as far as the, the reality is, like if you want to like give them a hard truth, it's going to be, you need to completely change the way that you use social media because you all use it as if it's for your benefit. Uh, and it's not like the whole St. Ignatius of Antioch quote, um, that all created things exist for the salvation of souls, not created things, all material things, pardon me, all material things exist for the, for the salvation of souls, mm-hmm. which is which couches, tables, money, social media. Um, so, are are you using it in that way or are you using it for Patrick or are you using it for Ethan? And detachment is, is a good way to see it. Like I'm not attached to my couch. So it's really easy for me to be like, Oh, like I, I use this so that people can come over and be in community and like have a place where they can encounter Jesus in community. Like that's what that couch right there is for. Um, but I'm not attached to it. Like I could get another couch and do the exact same thing and give this couch to somebody else. And so like, are we that detached from our own social media? Or presence? I could not have a couch and set up beanbag chairs, or I could not have a couch and have everyone sit on the floor. Right, right, right. Um, like, are we, are we that detached from our own social media presence yeah. to, to actually believe that about our Twitter account or our Facebook or our Instagram? Mm-hmm. That would be a question I would pose to the, to the youths. Definitely, because every every stage in life has that thing where you're kind of just focused on that instead of Jesus. Um, yeah. And I think we are still at that stage slash are like transitioning into another one where we stop worrying. Where we're like, we're right. I, I feel I feel like in high school, I was very worried about my social media presence. Not like not very worried, but like I was inordinately worried about it. Maybe not to the extent as everyone, but I was definitely focused on it. Right. And mm-hmm. that, was, that was me in college. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty worried in college too. There's, there's a, you never, you don't, you don't yeah. go through huge uh, life maturity changes just because you went from one school to another. It kind of bleeds, you know? Um, yeah. 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 yeah and I, I, I know that what could happen is if I don't curb that appetite for some kind of exterior, mm-hmm. not exterior, but like a material thing to validate, my worth then it's just going to translate right to money when i get a job or right to like my relationships my friends or like people that my my job or my car or whatever i don't really think that i I don't really care about my car so it doesn't mean it gets me places but people there are people who care about their cars there are people who don't care about money i i tend to get really focused on money right there are people who care about social media yeah so there, there are all of these things can be used for evangelization but the most important thing that can be used for evangelization is is yourself. And all of these things are means to communicate yourself and your love. Sorry, communicate yourself and your love for Jesus. Like the only reason why you should communicate yourself is if you are Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. If you are if you are completely conformed to Jesus. Like so. So it's a good thing that social media communicates you. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a really good thing. But you are not the end. 
Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what Father Harrison was talking about last week is like, are we living a sacramental life? Are we in Christ and is Christ, I mean, Christ is in us, but like, are we fully participating in him in everything that we do? And I would argue that most high schoolers are not and I argue that most people are not. And yeah. I, I am not. So, so like this, that's the reality that we have to share with them is that we struggle with that every single day. And it yeah. doesn't just go away like when you get older and it relates to everything. So. I, and then mm. I think, I think another thing we have to, that, that's a really good first point. All of that I think is the first point that social that's media the is at the end. Oh, yeah. We're going to condense it a little bit. Jeez. We're just working up. Okay. Right now. Um, okay. I want to let them. Can you, can you listen back to this and like type up some notes and then. Yeah, sure. I haven't, I've been taking a couple of notes, but not too many. <laughs> I have been taking zero notes. <laughs> so right. another thing I want to communicate to them is that the technology that we have can hurt you. So like a couch mm-hmm. is kind of a moral neutral and social media is a moral yeah. neutral, right? But uh, moral neutrals can be more or less volatile, right? Like like social media can be really useful and that it can also be really negative. It can have a horrible impact on you, right? So if you True. are, I had, I had a friend who wanted to become a priest. Okay. And he also wanted to be a baseball player and he was really good. And he thought that he, he was like, all right, I'm, he had an offer from a minor league team, right? He was going to rise to the ranks. He's going to play baseball, right? And he still is like super athletic. He could still do it, honestly. And he said, he's like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to live my life for Jesus, but I'm going to live my life as, for Jesus as a baseball player. And I'm going to use that platform to evangelize, right? And that's a really good thing. We we know we know of someone who the someone from Kansas City from the Kansas City Royals came and talked at SLS. Like he uses his baseball platform to evangelize, right? That's a good thing. But the platform for fame, using fame as a as a as a means to communicate yourself and therefore communicate Christ is a volatile way to do like that's something that can be detrimental to your soul. I would like to thank not only God but Jesus. Yes, exactly like, like think, that. Think of all the time. Think of just like at any acceptance speech ever, and when the the celebrity, the actor, the musician thanks Jesus, it just seems so empty. Not every time. Not like Tim. Not, Tebow. Every, not every time. Not every time. Not every time. But when you just won an award for talking about um with a song or a movie where you had sex with a fish, or you are what? the Shape of Water film. I don't oh, know yeah. if they. I don't know if they accept it. I don't know if they think Jesus in their acceptance speech. I would assume that they didn't, but you can never assume because you know what that does. Or like, you know, you did some type, you're doing drugs in your music or you're, you're, you're whatever it might be, right? Odds are that when you thank Jesus, it's like not from a place of, it's the, it's the volatility that you're talking about where it it ceases to become a witness and just becomes kind of a label or a a front or a show or a facade. Exactly. And, and now, Mm-hmm. That used to be a problem that very few people had to deal with, but now all of us have to deal with it because we're all famous. What's we're up? All famous because now, now everyone, everyone has... everybody's famous. Wait, what? Welcome to hell. Everybody's famous. <laughs> That's really good. Um, I bet everyone, everyone really, everyone probably thinks they're really famous in hell. Um, but yeah, Ooh. like now everyone has this. It it it's not it's not real, you know. Social media fame? is not real fame. Oh, true. Yeah, and but everyone has this feeling they they can. It's it's like uh, it's like slot machines. You're just putting endless money in, and you're like you're getting the ding dings and you're getting stuff out right, but you're not really 
doing anything. You're just you're just putting money into a machine and pulling a lever, right? I mean, that's pretty much what we're doing. We're putting words into a machine and and getting fake coins out, right? Hoping we get the lights. We get the likes. Um, they get the lights. We get the likes. So the social media can hurt us. Technology can hurt us in a much different way than grownups think it can, right? Mm -hmm. So like the what we what we heard growing up in school, the biggest problem on the internet when we were kids and this still is a huge problem but like there's other problems the problem with the internet when we were kids was don't talk to strangers you could get kidnapped and it was always like yikes i'm very afraid of the internet or alternatively don't look at porn yeah like those those only two things that i ever heard growing up about the internet about the safety yeah yeah safety wise and so now i'm not too worried about those things anymore because i don't go looking for either of those things on the internet, right? It's And also, I know how to be safe online, right? So that's good. But what they didn't tell us, because they might not have known... I don't think anybody knew. The Just the sheer addictiveness, but also yeah. the fact that that companies and, and the government are trying to um, sell you stuff, right? And and they're trying to get you hooked from a young age, and there's just, just insane brand loyalty when kids are young and like companies are trying to market on like get children to recognize their brand so they have they build lifelong customers etc it's a really great marketing scheme but it's also dangerous the fact that twitter allows sexually explicit photos and also the minimum age to join is 13 years old is horrible yeah that's 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 a horrible thing right like the technology is very volatile volatile and i want to say that so because the reason i told that baseball story was not everyone is called to use the platform of MLB baseball to evangelize the Catholic faith, right? Therefore, not everyone is called to use social media to evangelize. Um, and also, further, if you're only ever what? Furthermore, sorry, furthermore, just, these sound like like a like a doctor a thesis. Boy. I've been I've been writing a thesis into. However, furthermore, and in addition, <laughs> a bunch of transition words that I learned when I was in fourth grade. Uh, you, if you only evangelized when you were in a press room talking about baseball, you would probably not be the best evangelist. Uh, it's you, true. So if you only evangelize on social media through the internet, you're probably not the best evangelist. So um, that's kind of that's kind of like the final thing that I want to make sure they know is that. Um, oh. Yeah. evangelization happens in re- in real in the real world and that's that's I, do you remember when i caught so much heat about that like, yes from everybody like a tweet that i did a year ago or more about how i don't even remember what the exact wording was but it was basically that idea of like real evangelization takes place person to person uh and online evangelization is secondary mm-hmm. and i received i people had some good reasons like there was a sister who replied as like i've been able to reach you know this person this person and like have have these great glory stories i'm like great that's awesome uh and i think people truly can come to know jesus like just through the uh, the internet like think of ignatius of loyola right got shot in the leg sitting in bed just reading right and came to know jesus um, well, he wasn't was shot in the leg laying in bed. He was shot in the leg. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, trauma, passage of time, laying in bed. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there's no, there's nobody personally evangelizing him, right? So yeah. 
it's not required per se, but as far as us, what we're giving, I think that's an important thing to note is that you can't just stop. We can't just like close our laptops or, or plug our phones in at the end of the day and said, you know, we did, we did good today. When like we're looking down and all the people around us are starving for something greater than themselves and are dying to know the good news of Jesus Christ. And we're too busy, like tweeting a funny Catholic joke that we ignore the people around us. And like, that's, that's where it's, it's a problem. You yeah. know, when we start, to, mm-hmm. when we start to think that the people online are more real than the people around us. And as long as you keep that perspective, you can do great work online. And you can do great work in person. And it might be that you do more quote unquote, great work over the internet than you do in person. Like I think of someone like Matt Fred, who's reaching thousands and thousands and thousands of people through his podcast. Right. Yeah. Incredible, incredible stuff. He's not one-on-one evangelizing these people, but he's changing their lives. So not, I mean, but again, not everybody's called to be Matt Fred. And so it's, you know what it goes down to Patrick? What does it come down to? Prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're not in tune with the spirit and we're not talking to God every day and asking him, what do you want me to do? Oh, my dad's calling me. This is not good. Um, can you <laughs> pause, pause the podcast? Okay. Hello? Hi. Hi. I'm going to stop. That's you said 10 till five. Okay. Prayer, right? We're back. Sorry about the interruption. It was my dad. Um, he's important. important to talk to your dad. Uh, speaking of talking to your dad, prayer, prayer, talking to your dad, prayer. (laughs) That's, that's the thing is that evangelization and like the call to evangelization and the call to mission assumes uh, an interior life and it assumes a life of prayer. Yeah. And regardless of your zeal or passion, it's not going to mean diddly squat if you aren't praying and you're not going to be, you're going to actually do more harm than good if you're not praying. Absolutely. And so I think, I think that's a good thing to end the talk with. I don't know, like a good final point of like, this is all great, well and good, but if you guys aren't praying every day, then don't because you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to inch, you're going to pull something because all, (laughs) all exterior movement, which includes the conversion of souls is secondary in God's eyes to internal movement. Exactly. Like the conversion of souls is the most important thing, right? But like you, you are ultimately responsible for your soul. Yeah. Right. And then of course, when you get married, you get responsible for your wife's soul and your kid's souls. And then if you become a priest, you're responsible for almost everybody's soul. (laughs) We have to pray for priests, but you become become the pope you're responsible for literally everybody's soul literally everybody's soul there i i was i was i've told this story before but i was sitting in the national shrine of the basilica of the immaculate conception something national shrine basilica immaculate national in dc shrine of the basilica of the conception yes okay. any Got any it. conception um <laughs> and i was i was praying and i was t- i was praying about like how many how many people like i should evangelize and have in the coming year. I was praying for like everybody that I, that's come into my life and everybody that's life I've come into. Right. And stuff like that. Um, 
and I realized something that like the greatest feat that God has done through me, the greatest feat that God has done in my life is moving my heart because my heart is the hardest thing to move. Right. And that, that is, that is the greatest miracle that God has done in my life specifically. The greatest miracle that he's done ever is the incarnation. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so that's the important thing. And that's, that's what I want every high school student to know more than any other. Um, when I was in high school, the last, the last semester of high school, I was talking to my friend Caitlin and I was like, I spent four years here and I talked about Jesus a lot. And it seems that very few people, like a, a few people came to know Christ when I was in high school through my youth ministry, right? And I was kind of talking about the work that we did as as uh, members of the youth ministry and like reaching out to our friends. Several people came into the faith. We had like a, a conversion every year, right? It was awesome. And then some people left, right? And I was talking to her and I was like, this kind of sucks. Like it still kind of sucks. Like I feel like we could have done more, right? Kind of like a Schindler's List. I could have saved more sort of thing. Um, And she was like, you know, not uh, not everybody, not like in a, in a mean way, but she was like, it's high school, you know, like not everybody here is is ready for the kind of level that you guys are she wasn't she wasn't like in our youth group she was just an external like kind of saw what we did and she was like not everybody here is ready for that kind of faith right and i sat with that and i was like i feel like that should make me feel really good and holy but it doesn't it kind of makes me feel like that sucks um and i i kind of realized over these past couple of years in college i was like every everybody everybody is capable of coming to know and love Jesus in an insane uh-huh. way in high school. It would be cruel if we weren't. It would be cruel if we weren't capable, right? Everyone is capable. <clears throat> we just have to know how. You can't evangelize until you're in love with Jesus, right? And the way that you love Jesus is prayer. So that that's mm-hmm. I I, I want to tell I just want to tell every high school like if you want to be a great awesome Christian and like be canonizable by the time you're 18, you know? Like all of these, all of these conferences say we can. If you want to mm-hmm. do that, you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to pray. You have to pray. Have to pray. Every every day. Every day. Every day. Watching. Morning, night, pray, 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 um, pray, pray, pray. So the the last five minutes of our talk is just going to be just gonna about be prayer. Just prayer. We can, and, do we need to do we get a slideshow? Do we get a PowerPoint? Because the the last five slides should just be pray in different fonts, <laughs> in different colors, in different places on the screen. Yeah, um, and then. If they want, if they want, we just end with that and just be like, if you want to talk about that more, come talk to us. Um, drop the mic, take the check, walk out the door, <laughs> flick, flick cigarette onto trail of gasoline, blow it all up. We're out of there. <laughs> and then come back and host the evening session. And then, oh, 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 oh. sorry. <laughs> I go, yeah, I'm still going to MC the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are we going to do that I thing that Steubenville hosts do where they stand in front of the the like while they're setting up the the uh adoration in the back like i don't know and the band is playing and we got to like say something like super holy you know how they do yeah my my um my least favorite you know how to play the guitar i do oh well then you could do some little strums for us I can just instrumentally you could strum, strum a, a six five one four progression you could strum a six five one four and i will will speak some soothing words that will roll across the eardrums of all the those listening and I will tell them. Yeah, I will, tell, I will tell them. I will, I will tell, tell them the story of Jesus. The story of Jesus. 
there once was a boy named Jesus. <laughs> and I got to use that voice. <laughs> it's the most grating thing. Oh, my gosh. I was at a Steubenville conference once and yeah. uh, just once one time. And uh, after after adoration, um, someone came, the, the host came back on stage and he started like reflecting what he was saying, what he was praying about during adoration. And like, yeah, the uh, do you know what mercy crew is? They're like the, the college helpers at Steubenville. They were like volunteers. A bunch of the volunteers started like handing out glow sticks. <laughs> they were like, yeah, you want to glow? And all, of course, all the high schoolers are like, holy crap, shiny glow things. sticks. Give me some glow sticks. <laughs> and I was like, you idiots. This is not the time. I was like, you guys, like, you guys really know how to like kill a mood of prayer. I was like, these kids are straight up like they're they're raising their hands in the air for glow sticks. And they were doing that for Jesus Christ five minutes ago. And what have you done? <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? Oh, man. So what you're saying is we need to stop at a store along the way and get some glow <laughs> just sticks. Just pick up a huge bag of glow sticks and glow during sticks. adoration, just, just make sure they're all raising their hands, you know? <laughs> just in case it's too dark or it's not rad enough, we will have it covered. The no raddest of the trads. Yeah. Oh, man. This was good. This was, this was good. Yeah. No, I think it's good. I'm really glad that we were able to... Use the podcast to prepare a talk. And then use Uh, that talk to promote this podcast. (laughs) It's really the circle of life. (laughs) Uh, You you podcast to prepare your talks and you talk to promote your podcast. None of it makes any money. (laughs) We're all going to (laughs) die. Oh, man. The only only eternal significance that any of this has is whether or not it brings souls to know, love, and serve our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, you know, I think that's that's really true, Patrick. I think that's great. It is true. Amen. Amen. So if you're if you're listening from Kansas City Youth Conference and you're you're mad because you heard the same darn talk <laughs> two days in a row. Well, guess what? Guess what? Here's, we here's have probably what happened. Hundreds of other something. episodes that you can listen to. There's hundreds of other episodes before this that you can listen to. And also you probably missed something. You probably missed something. So I know that if if I if I'm obnoxious and I, I know myself and I'm obnoxious, so I probably told you to write down one takeaway from the talk when I gave it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you to go back to that takeaway, cross it. If out. I know myself, if you I know myself, I'm going to I'm going to tell you to erase the, Patrick's takeaway and write down a takeaway from what I said. <laughs> and I want you to go back and not cross it out. I want you to cross out Patrick's circle mine twice. Read it again. <laughs> I want you to take. I want you to take out your Bible. I want to. I want you to flip the Genesis. I want you to flip one page back. You know the blank one. I need you to write what I said, right there on the. Blank I need page. you to scratch out the word Bible on the front. Just right, Ethan. <laughs> Too far. Uh, you can't beat me on that one, buddy boy. Yeah, I can't. Any further would be borderline sacrilege. Oof. Any further would be. Any further would be on the on the on the what's it called? Dang it! The spine of the book. I couldn't think of the word. Uh, oof. Right. oof, oof, oof. Sorry. Hey, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> everybody, everybody loves the Rest- revised standard version, Ethan. Okay, everybody's reading it. Everybody's <laughs> checking it out. It's hot off the presses. Check out thecrunchcast.com to get yours today. Right, David right, where the, right where the RSVCE, selling them in the back. <laughs> right after where the RSVCE. Just take that E and write fan. The RSVCE. <laughs> RSVCE, Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> wow why does everyone on twitter call you ethy i because i'm a kid and i can't grow a beard (laughs) because i'm a baby boy because i'm a baby boy i don't know 
All right. Um, this this has been great. Uh, if you if you are new and you're listening from Seek or some other time, eons in the future, uh, check us past. out. Or eons in the past. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, check us out on Twitter, Apropostle at Catholic Pat. We don't really tweet, but when we do, it's it's guaranteed to be good. Um, There's Von Bulbasaur. I thought my little Bow Wow tweet was good too. Uh, the the podcast is on. I mean, if you're listening to it, you found it, so I'm not going to tell you where to find it. Um, we're on Facebook, <laughs> The Crunch. Facebook.com <laughs> Facebook. slash The Crunch Cast. Slash the, crunch, the Crunch Cast. We are on Instagram at The Crunch Cast. I'm not on Instagram. Don't follow me. Don't look for me. You're not on Instagram um, anymore? I mean, I I still have my account, but I don't really I I don't really care. Hey, we're going to have to post on it soon. So at Pat, I know. The III, at Ethan Stevie. Okay, well, I can I get it back for that, but I'm not going to, I don't check it ever. So it's okay. there. So anyway, uh, and Patreon, patreon.com slash the crunch if you like what we do and you want it to be possible for us to buy better equipment. I'm thinking about buying a new microphone. Yes, what but, we need is we need XLR But not mics. for this podcast. Not for this podcast. Really? What podcast? For the podcast that I'm going to do with my brothers called The Boys Are Back in Town that we will only record when we're all together at home. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's... Wait, I think why can't try and you do that. use that, pod, that that microphone for this podcast too? <laughs> I mean, I, I could, but I just... <laughs> no, we, what we the, need is we, we have condenser mics. We need dynamic mics. Okay. Yeah. And we also need... Are condenser mics bad? So, okay, so quick quick lesson. This may or may not be correct. I think it is. I am okay. I am a communications major. I should know this. I'm an electrical engineer, so I should know too. But, we should you know. both know things that we don't. <laughs> Hashtag had, we have degrees. Um, so condenser mics, like take all sound that comes into it and puts it in, right? But dynamic okay. mics only record the sound that you speak into it. So there's a little thing that vibrates uh, back and forth. So when it, when it has a little diaphragm and when it vibrates, it records that, right? And then... A um, XLR microphones are higher quality than USB mics. Naturally, because so there's we have no the, delay. Uh, we have the uh, we have we have a really good podcast beginning mi- beginner microphone, a condenser USB because it's cheaper. But we yeah. should get nicer ones now that we're bigger boys. Yeah, we'll see. We we'll see probably... what Seek does. We'll see what Seek does. We'll if see we what break, Seek. What... If we break a certain number of listeners, we'll do it. If we break through the non-existent glass ceiling at Seek, then we will buy the nicest podcast microphones that we can get. If our hands the enthroned on. Curtis Martin gives us the thumbs up, <laughs> the thumbs up, <laughs> uh, we'll take that just as a email sign. Email him. Just email him Curtis at focuscatholic.org, I think. And I think uh, it's, I think I think everybody's is. I'm not. I don't know if I should say it. Actually, you should. You should not, not say it. <laughs> I shouldn't say it. I could t- probably give it to you, but I'm not going to. Uh, and then prudence, prudence, the cardinal virtue, baby. <laughs> and then we uh we we said it's like dear dad did oh you like gosh. our podcast <laughs> you can't i can't call my boss dad <laughs> plenty of people do come on oh no where do you work um for the catholic this church. has been this has been the crunch patrick do you have anything to tell the people before we sign off if you work for the church you better call your boss father and that's all i gotta say Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we will see you next week.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.